Welcome to the Amanda Rollard Show, where we work together to support abundant living in all areas of your life, body, mind, family, finances, and community. Come join us and get your salt back. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Amanda Rollert Show for another episode of Salt Talks. We really, really strive to support abundant living today in all areas of our life. You know, do you ever feel like you're under attack, a little hopeless, perhaps? Maybe you're experiencing a setback in your life. Maybe you're not sure what to do or which way to go. Well, guess what? Today, we're going to talk about pruning and share four steps on how to get to your best life now. Stick around. We've got lots to talk about. Hey, everybody. So glad you decided to spend a little time with me today. Just wishing you the very best life ever. I was pondering something. Have you ever feel as though you're under attack. I don't know the reason. I don't know. Maybe it's your beliefs. Maybe it's your work ethic. Maybe you pose a threat to somebody. Maybe it's something going on in the, the world. I don't know. Maybe you're going through a difficult time. Maybe you've had a recent setback or something. It is so easy to get caught up in the why me syndrome or pity party for one, please. I know I've been there. But I was thinking today that I wanted to shed some light of hope today because really every setback is really a set up for a beautiful future. If we just change our perspective, it always starts with us. How so, you might be asking? Well, unless we undergo obstacles, we can't truly ever recognize opportunities. If we are uncomfortable, we start looking for ways to get comfortable. So if we're a little bit uncomfortable or something's not working, it kind of shores us up, makes us set up a little bit. And then all of a sudden we might see some other opportunities in our life. Unless we experience sadness, it's hard to fully appreciate joy. Unless we've experienced anxiety, we cannot fully appreciate peace until we have felt the depth of pain, we don't know how to be grateful for pleasure. You know, it's funny because as human creatures, we're designed that way until, you know, sometimes there's a pendulum, <laughs> there's two sides. But if we truly, truly experience the pendulum, we know the depths of one gives us the grandeur of the other share a quick little story. When I was a sophomore in high school, it had been my a goal of mine since I was in the fourth grade to start on the varsity volleyball team for our coach in town. She was a legend, Norma Pullen. And as a sophomore, I earned a starting position on the varsity. I was so grateful and so driven. I didn't want anything to get in my way. And of course, every year we always had a good shot of running to the state and you know getting a state berth and getting to the state tournament and i remember as a sophomore i just put all this everything you just put so much pressure on myself and just wanting to be perfect remember progress not perfection but in my mind i had to be perfect because i didn't want to lose that spot or you know i wanted to keep earning that place and 
you know, be worth my while, you know, there's six positions, you know, six starting positions. And I always wanted to, you know, to make sure I was going to be a good cog in the wheel of sorts. And, you know, the season went great. We had just gotten into post season and I came down with mono and I didn't even want to go to the doctor. I barely told my mom that my throat hurt, but I was fine. I, you know, I wasn't going to tell her that something was wrong. Well, she kind of recognized it, took me to the doctor and sure enough, I got diagnosed with mono and I was not allowed to go to school for a whole week. I realized some people who have mono have to stick out longer, but I was like, I cannot miss practice. I was like, let me go to practice. And my spleen was enlarged. And there were some other things that the doctor said, no, if you're diving on the floor and everything, you could cause harm and so forth. And I was devastated, devastated because I didn't want to lose my spot. I loved, I mean, I just ate, slept and breathed volleyball, just loved it to the core. And for me to sit back and not be able to go to school, not be able to compete with my friends. We had the first playoff round. I'm, you know, I missed it. I was devastated. I thought, what if I lose my spot? And I had to sit back and come to terms with how devastated that I was. And when I got the green light the next week, you know, yes, my body had made some great improvements and I could go back to practice. I remember how grateful I was. I remember how joyful I was. And actually, I remember how focused I was when I came back. And I actually came back stronger. My hits were more precise. My attention to detail, my ability to almost understand, you know, where the ball was going and how I could work a hit around a block. And I remember that and thinking, oh my gosh, a week away and not being able to do the thing that I want being held back. I had no control over it. I had to do what the doctor said, but the depths of my despair, if you will, for a a sophomore who just wanted to be on the court playing the flip side of that was the joy, the elation, the gratitude I felt when I was able to get back on the court and how much my game changed, got better within that week of not being able to do the thing that I love to do. When I came back, I was better at the thing that I loved. I can't explain it. It's not like I did anything special in a week, but it's almost like by being held back, by experience that strong desire to do something that you couldn't do, just the gratitude of being able to do it again heightened my skill set. And I will tell you the end of the story. Uh, We did go to the state tournament. I did have my place back. I did win a gold medal with my teammates that year. And it was an unbelievable experience for me. You know, I can't begin to know your life. I don't know the past that you've been down. I don't know your past, your present. But what I do know is we're not alone. I've never lost a job. Maybe you have. I haven't lost a parent. My parents, you know, are still alive, but maybe you have. We're all different and we're all experiencing, you know, we're all traveling down this road, this life. And one thing that we've got to know is that we're not in this alone. Our creator, our God is with us every step of the way. He really is our shield. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. It doesn't mean though, guys, that bad things aren't still going to happen to us in this life. God even says so. He lets us know in Romans chapter eight and verse 28, 
He said, and we know that all things works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. Let me say that again. And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. He doesn't say in some things, in most things. He said in all things. So I always remember when I read that, I think in all things. So when I had Bono and I had to sit out, he was there. He knew it was going to happen in all things. It's for us, the setbacks, the obstacles, the opportunities, the good, the bad. I think it's just important. What if you say, you know what? I'm not sure of my purpose. You're saying in all things, you know, according to his purpose. What if you say, I don't know my purpose or I'm not there yet, or maybe I thought I did, but maybe even I was doing something wrong and something bad happened. Then what? Well, I'm going to tell you, don't beat yourself up. Let it go. We can't change yesterday. We can't change a minute ago. All we can do is be in the present and change our mindset and look to the future. Do not beat yourself up. God also says, have I not commanded you to be strong and of good courage? Do not be afraid nor be dismayed for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. So he tells us no matter wherever we go, no matter what we do, he's always going to be there by our side. There is so much going on in our world right now. We may have a tendency to get overwhelmed or feel hopeless at times. I don't know what you're personally going through, but everything is by design. Even our struggles, it is a vital part of life. And I'm going to share a story with you about rose bushes. Have you ever pruned a rose bush? It's actually vital to the health of the rose bush. It prevents disease by removing those areas that may be harboring infestations. You know, if we were to look at it, you think, oh, it's so pretty. Look, there's a trail here. It's gotten so big and the rose bush is just growing. But, you know, sometimes if you've really kind of studied a rose bush, a lot of times there'll be places in there that are a little sparse. Maybe if it's, you know, traveling on the ground or so forth, you think, oh my gosh, well, it's just growing, growing and traveling here, there. I don't want to disturb it, but actually it needs it in order for it to be healthy. I believe God takes us through challenges, maybe unexpected consequences, difficulties at work, maybe at home. He prunes us just like we have to prune the rose bush, right? If we let him, if we let God prune us, he'll remove those areas in our life that may be harboring infestations that are eating us up. Maybe it's our pride. Maybe it's jealousy. Maybe it's anger. Maybe it's something else. But through the pruning, we learn more about ourselves and our purpose and our relationships. And we expand. Our capacity enlarges and we can become more for ourselves and for others. And once we grow in capacity, it is hard to shrink back to the person that we once were. So there is beauty in the pruning. Remember the rose bush. When you prune it back, it just blooms. It just blooms and it blooms quickly. I know I want that in my life. Sometimes it feels like pruning can go on and on for a long time, though, and it can get frustrating. 
Maybe we can lose hope when we're going through seasons or two in life. And when I say seasons, we may be experiencing a season of pruning in our life that's taking weeks and months, maybe even years. I don't know what your circumstances are. I'm going to share a little secret that I learned on how to cut the season of pruning shorter. I'm going to share four steps that I've learned throughout my life that seem to cut the season of pruning a little shorter. Step number one, instead of fighting the pruning with why me, embrace it, be grateful for it, and actually say it out loud. I'm grateful for this pruning that's going on in my life right now. I know it's here for a reason. It's that simple. Don't fight it. Acknowledge it. Recognize it and say, I'm grateful for the pruning going on in my life right now. It's here for a reason. Step number two, ask God what he wants you to learn from the pruning because he's always teaching us. And as you ask, reflect upon your day, your relationships, your path, what happened. And as we ask God what we want him to teach us or what it is that we're supposed to learn, ask daily, sometimes several times a day when we're feeling those moments of anxiousness because we're going through something difficult. We may have to ask many times in a day, what is it that you want me to learn, God? I'm open. I'm here. So step number one is stop fighting it. Embrace it. Step number two is ask God what it is that you need to learn from the pruning. And step number three is probably one of the hardest things. Listen, be still and listen. While you're reflecting, while you're being grateful for the pruning, because that's important, ask what it is and be grateful. Sometimes we want to skip the listening and being still. We are such creatures right now in this world that we live in, in 2022. If we're not busy multitasking, it's almost a, you know, it causes us to feel anxious a lot of times if we're not doing many things at once. But the greatest part of moving us to the next place is also being still and listening. He will show you and he will show me and we will grow in capacity and ability. He will enlarge us. We also have to spend that time listening and being still. So step number one, embrace it. Be grateful for it. Ask God. Step number two, what it is that we're supposed to learn and reflect on that many times in a day and listen and be still. And step number four, ask God to shield you from future harm as you grow in gratitude for all the things in your life. What does it mean to shield? Well. If someone is a shield, they're providing protection. They're providing a defense, a safeguard. They're guarding us from something. So I think in the steps of being grateful and understanding what it is that we want to learn, and when we learn, we grow, we also want to ask for future protection. What does it mean to shield? God is very clear in the Bible. I'm just going to share a few verses in Psalms that really shares what a shield God is for us in our life. In Psalm 28, in verse 7, the Bible says, The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts him and I am helped. So if he says he is our strength and he is our shield, if I trust him, 
I am helped. He will help me. He's there. He's ready, willing, able. In Psalm 18 and verse 2, it says, God is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer. My God is in whom I take refuge, my shield, my stronghold. God is our shield. We just have to ask him to shield us from harm. In Psalm 7, verse 10, it says, my shield is with God who saves the upright of heart. Keep hearing all these messages and words about shield. He is our shield. And then my favorite, my favorite verse in Psalms is Psalm 84 and verse 11. It says, for the Lord God is a sun and a shield. The Lord gives grace and glory. No good thing does he withhold from those who walk uprightly. But the part that just jumps out at me every time I think about it is it says, the Lord is my sun and my shield. So when I say, and when I experience, he's my sun, he shines brightly in my direction and in your direction, in all of our direction. He is the S-U-N, the sun. And I can always just picture in my head, you know, the sun itself or a picture of the sun with these rays that extend everywhere and fall upon all of us. So he will shine the light and the sun on all of us and shield us. If we just ask, if you and I just ask, he will be there for us. So it doesn't mean bad things aren't going to happen. It doesn't mean that sometimes we have to go through pruning. Pruning is, you know, nobody signs up. Okay. I think I'm ready for some pruning because I want to be better. No, because a lot of times pruning is painful. We don't necessarily want to be pruned, but if we will allow ourselves to be pruned, we're going to come out more beautiful, more abundant, more selfless, more life-giving to those around us. And isn't that what salt is all about? Of what use are we if we don't have our salt? Might as well be trampled underfoot, right? We want to be a light and a beacon. We want to be salt for the world. We want to spread our wings. We want to shine our light. And in order to get there, sometimes we have to be pruned a little bit. (laughs) So I would ask all of us to just take a little time this week and reflect. Reflect on some of the pruning that's gone on in our lives. Maybe you're going through a season of pruning right now. What is it that God is asking? us to to learn. I know that I want to be grateful for it. I'm going to embrace my pruning. I'm going to ask what it is that I'm supposed to learn. I'm going to spend every day being still, and I want to listen for what it is that I'm supposed to learn. And then I will constantly ask God to be my sun and my shield. Oh my gosh, I'm just so grateful for you all that have tuned in today. I just hope and pray that you have a beautiful rest of your week. I pray that God is your sun and your shield in all that you do this week and the weeks and months to come. And I ask that you come back, come back next week for another episode of the Amanda Rollett show as we talk salt and we all have a chance to get pruned a little bit. So we grow much more beautiful. If you have a story about pruning in your life, please share it with me. 
you can email me at the Amanda Rollert show at gmail.com or DM me. And if you enjoyed the episode, I ask that you share it with a friend. Have a great week, everyone. See you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Amanda Rollard Show, a podcast to get your salt back. Share this episode with a friend and tag us on Instagram. See you next time.